This is Voyage. <laughs> the first vintage. <laughs> we are Danielle and James Frost. Hi, I'm Danielle, if you couldn't tell. The one with the higher voice? No, I'm Danielle. The one with the voice fry. That's me. No, no, I'm Danielle. Don't believe her. <laughs> this is some <laughs> I swear, every time we record a podcast, the cats are like, hmm, it's time to eat. Seems no. like my stomach's empty. They just know we're just over by their food is the issue. Anyway. That's it. To get so, more into the meat of things. <laughs> this week, we sat down with the gorgeous, the beautiful Latina of the modern poor, El Rodriguez. You know, she those, is those first two uh, adjectives. Gorgeous and beautiful? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. And she's both. She's yeah. all of it. She embodies all of it. She seemed pretty darn intelligent, too. Might want to lump that in there. Okay, yes, she's also <laughs> extremely smart. Okay, let me tell you about Elle because she is an incredible person. She is, you know, on the front lines in these protests that are going on. She's an activist in promoting anti-racism. She is just a powerful human being with a huge voice that's just, here I am, and, you know, take it or leave it kind of attitude, which I really loved <laughs> and i feel yeah. like i should be like her. it was a lot different than our kind of wishy-washy back and forth that we usually have with that's each right other. <laughs> with each other not on the podcast no everybody no. we've interviewed they're great yeah um yeah so she started off and she's one of the early group of um instagram wine influencers, influencers. Yeah. is the name um, and wine is their and she'll say later on when we actually roll the interview uh, she started out by um, just opening up the wine world a bit to people who don't normally drink wine yeah. by showing affordable wines off in her city setting. Um, yeah, so... Not doing the typical... Sorry. Not oh. doing the typical, oh, I'm in the vineyard, oh, I'm in the tasting room experience yeah. kind so of thing. So we talked about this off the recording and didn't capture this in in the episode that we'll play for you. But she was talking about how wine influencers have kind of transitioned to this idea that you have to be sexy. You have to promote the wines with a little bit of cleavage and, you know, you know, yeah. in the wine, in the vineyard. I mean, it's the just... whole sex sells, but how much does that actually cheapen the message of, of wine? Yeah, right. So she has been promoting, like, putting herself on her Instagram in the middle of cities to, to say like hey yes but also not focusing on the cleavage not focusing oh, on yeah. the look at how pretty i am in my bathing suit in a hot tub right yeah so she's you know posing out there in the middle of cities enjoying wine like any any individual could and not always just the expensive fancy wine the accessible the trader joe's the you know, the stuff you can get at the supermarket that's actually good. Oh, yeah. And doesn't cost you an arm and a leg to get a hold of. I got fired up, honestly, talking to her. I was just like, let's go make change in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's just yeah. that kind of personality. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. She and um, with that being said, the reason why this is so important that we have people like Elle on our podcast is because... And, like justine earlier on oh yeah and like justine we and... we kind of realized we had been in a i don't know a white funk i guess <laughs> um and the recent developments 
in the U.S. and across the world, really kind of opened our eyes to that, that we needed to expand our expand our boundaries, um, yeah, open not, up not beyond. Only, <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah. not only what we're talking about on our podcast and who we're talking with, but the wine that we're buying too. Like we just mm-hmm. purchased from the Black Sheep Wine Company, or Black Sheep Wines, I believe. Yeah. And from this is only to plug them. This is not to say we're so good for doing it. That's right. These are two wineries that you should definitely buy from because what they're was the other one? Uh, Love Corkscrew. There we go. Yeah, those are the two that we bought from. We'll post those on our Instagram and on our website so mm-hmm. you guys can find them. Um, there's a bunch more. We posted a link a while back, a week or so ago. Yeah, and it's on our Linktree Instagram. Mm-hmm. Linktree yep. as well. So just click on the link in our bio of our Instagram. Mm-hmm. It'll pull up a huge list of black-owned wineries. Um, but we... And, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that the reason why we're doing all of this is because we want to be better at being inclusive and not being, like, not discriminating, you know, yeah, even, even accidentally. Exactly. Even unknowingly. Yeah. Um, and just buying, you know, wines more or less from our circle, the people we know, the places we know. Because that, as we kind of talked about it and thought about it, is overwhelmingly white. Yeah. So we wanted to expand, you know, not just, like Daniel said, not just who we talk to, what we talk about, but also, you know, with how we spend our money within the wine industry. You know, redirect a little bit of that by taking some time seeing who's behind the scenes seeing what they're doing behind the scenes and using that as a way to adjust kind of voting with our dollars right you know supporting people outside of our normal circle because they make good wine and because we haven't tried it before yeah and because it's an interesting story because the wine world is overwhelmingly white and it's overwhelmingly people who have an in already or have the connections find a way in and that might be connections they made because they were able to go to college and then get an internship and then make connections at a few internships because most internships in wine are harvest internships or over the summer and they have the ability to do that and then they go from there and that's not an opportunity that's afforded to all mm-hmm. that predominantly is white folks like yeah. us um, and so to be able to support people who might not have had those same opportunities and hopefully promote more of that within the industry is something we feel is is worth doing. And super important. Mm-hmm. So we want to make it clear to everybody that not only just in our personal lives, but in the future business that we're building right now, that everybody, know, regardless of your you know, the color of your skin, the, your ethnicity or culture, your, your sexual orientation, no matter what it is, like you guys are welcome at our table. And yeah. we really want to embody that. Um, like I said, not only in ourselves, just as regular human beings in everyday life, but in the business that we're building as well. Mm-hmm. well we want to make sure as we discussed earlier, before we recorded, so we don't want to be the people who send out, as we've seen some big companies do, a boilerplate thing saying, oh, we stand with BLM, and then the next day they're right back to marketing. We want to regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, or they send something out like that, and then their owner's actions in the past and the present don't actually match up with that. 
um, we want what we say with the business to be what we mean and how we live our lives. We don't want to just have the winery say, oh, we stand with, you know, this movement, hoping to kind of appease the masses and, you know, keep them on our side so we can go back to our normally scheduled marketing programming and have them buy our wine. And guys, this has only been happening for a very short amount of time. Like, it might seem like it's been going on for long, you know, weeks. Well, it has been going on for a long time. But this heightened level has only been going on for a short time. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. All the protesting and the fighting towards change is what I'm talking about. Well, so, I mean, recently, the heightened... Yes. I understand this that... This peak. Yeah, yes. I understand that Like the struggles that mm-hmm. people of color have been going through have been an ongoing battle for hundreds and hundreds of years. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not blind to that. But, you know, this resistance, this... Pro, the protests that are going on right now have only been going on for a very short amount of time and it's going to take a lot longer for a change like real permanent change to happen and mm-hmm. so really what I'm saying is that we're only at the start of this fight and the thing that we need to do and I mentioned this in the podcast is that we need to keep going like mm-hmm. this is not the time to stop this is not the time to let up and let off the gas like we yeah. want to see change mm-hmm. and like I had said earlier about voting with our money within the industry. I feel like, I mean, it's completely everyone's decision, but if you're passionate about wine or even mildly interested in wine, but you want to make sure that your money is going to the right place most of the time, take a few minutes, check out a company's Instagram, their website, make sure, I don't know, just make sure things match up. Make sure it seems like they're their actual listening, message. Yeah. making, I don't know, making changes within their own business. Because um, there's one that we've noticed, actually a few that we noticed, that just were completely blind to the fact that things were going on. Um, and actually, the two big ones we saw got called out for it, which was great. Because mm-hmm. they needed to be, I don't know, everyone needs to be... Educated. cognizant of what's going on in the world yeah and educated and, that they're doing something yeah. that's and to me just right. continuing on with your marketing your daily marketing thing rather than at least making a statement um to me i don't know silence is as bad as anything yeah. i mean it's not really complicity but it's just ignoring what's going complicit. on yeah um and then another thing is you know check the instagram if you're really really into it google the owners um because we've noticed um just ourselves having connections in the industry and hearing things through the grapevine and then seeing what is posted um things that wineries say but doesn't match up with owners um actions or really what seems to be their their true feelings about things yeah and Um, for our future business when this started happening, James and I immediately sat down and we were like, what can we do to change like our projection of like where we're going? Like, How can we be more inclusive? How can we show a diverse business, a diverse winery? So in, we're, this is something that we're still talking about. This is something that we're still yeah. working towards. It's not a straightforward, easy thing. The easy thing would just be like, well, we'll, we'll just open up our business and hire whoever applies. And that's right. not... 
you know, or whoever's the best candidate on paper. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like I said, the opportunities tend to skew towards people who have connections early on, people who are white and are exposed to wine early on. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of mulled over some ideas of how we can do some outreach. I don't know if any of them are really solid or well, possible. I talked, I talked about there. in this yeah. episode how I want to go out to, and we want to go out to different low-income high schools and just get people started at an early age. You yeah. know, I don't even know if low-income is the right way to put it, but I guess maybe inner city is probably just as odd of a phrase. And at any point, if we ever say something or that's urban. offensive, if it's incorrect, if there's mm-hmm. a better way that we can phrase something, please reach out to us. At, and yeah. you can email us at voyage to first vintage dot or at gmail dot com mm-hmm. or contact us on our website. Yep. And just know, let us know. Yeah. We're we're, I mean, our ears are open, our brains, our minds are open. Um, we're and, we're trying to do the best we can to be. I don't know, not necessarily politically correct, but sensitive to to what's to everyone on. out there and yeah. what's going on. Um, and more importantly, so, more importantly, yeah, go ahead. we want to keep our minds open to change mm-hmm. and to learn Thanks. so please like we are totally willing to to learn and change and grow yeah um as individuals and as a business so please if you have any commentary please reach us like reach out to us mm-hmm. back to what you were saying i think i don't know what the proper phrase is for high schools but yeah in urban areas and low-income areas are just underserved populations that i don't know aren't necessarily predominantly white uh, we want to do outreach even, I mean to whatever high school will have us um, to the I don't know FFA programs again are kind of predominantly white yeah um, but if we could do outreach kind of bring farming to the classroom um, maybe loop my mom in a bit with her ag in the classroom experience mm-hmm. um, but just to, to give them give the kids a chance yeah we'll give them an experience let them know that it's not you know not just a white person thing it's like it's an everybody thing if you have an interest in it there's a job for you and And we're not talking about like giving young children under the age of 21 alcohol that is not what i'm saying (laughs) but to introduce them to the farming side to the science side and say you know if you have an interest in machinery if you want to learn how things work, this is a good thing to get into. Yeah. And if you're interested in science, there's a lot of science that goes into it. Yeah. And if you guys have any ideas of how we can further diversify, is, is that the right word? Am I using that correctly? Diversify. You could say diversify our, our plan. Yeah. Diversify our plan, diverse, diversify our future business. <laughs> Maybe Wine's not diversify. Part. That sounds like an investment strategy. But be more inclusive okay to me it does yeah sorry to be more inclusive please reach out to us please let yeah. us know your ideas we want to hear them we'd love to put them into action yeah i mean whatever whatever works or whatever sounds like a good idea we're willing to give it a shot That's we're right. willing to listen take it into consideration i know we aren't going to be a big company right off the bat but even if we can help get people in touch with people in the industry if they want to be in the industry or even if they have a little bit of a curiosity to get them in touch with people who could 
kind of, I don't know, give them some information. And with that, without further ado, the beautiful, the gorgeous, the intelligent. There you go. El Rodriguez. The reason why I'm successful, I can say this because from, mm-hmm. through what I've seen, is that I'm always genuine. I always keep it 100. And people know that I'm not about the bullshit. I'm right. not going to sit here and be like, oh, my God, guys, so high in a short ass skirt with high heels on <laughs> in a vineyard. Are you? fucking serious like has has anyone been to a vineyard like i can't like are you serious walking through the vineyard in high heels it's it's terrible like i don't even walk in high heels period i would not want to listen to yes i love that i love like your your passion about it and i love that you're genuine and you're such like a personable person like no wonder you have over fourteen thousand followers on instagram like how do I get to your level? That's you know, it, it actually would be more, but I uh, because I started with a lot of girls and they're in their mm-hmm. they're in they're in about twenty now. But mm-hmm. what I have learned though is that there unfortunately there is a lot of racism in this uh, industry, which I didn't see that before. I did, but not as prevalent as I've been seeing it. Like especially mm-hmm. like in the past year, and then the six months, and then yeah. here recently. Which and I'm so like, crazy. oh wow, that's mm-hmm. um, that's crazy. It is, like, yeah, it's, it's it's not crazy. It's it's um, it is what it is. It's, it's disappointing. It's yeah. sad. It, it's. I think disappointing it's, is the best way to put it. Yeah. I mean, it's something that I'm used to, so I'm not disappointed. This but is something that I'm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, just, I'm not, like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I guess for a person of color, it's not really disappointing because this Mm -hmm. is something that we're used to. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but it it definitely shouldn't, should not be that way at all whatsoever. And, like, God, you have such, like, we should have started recording, like, (laughs) when we started our call with you. Because, (laughs) like, just in that, you know, the... Five are we minutes. recording now? We yes. are recording. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and just in like the 10 minutes that we've been talking to you, like I've learned so much and I feel like your voice needs to be heard and like all these people who are, you know, getting passed up for follows and likes, it's terrible that these people aren't taking the time to listen mm-hmm. and like hear what you guys have to say. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's disappointing for me yeah. <laughs> for sure. For being, I don't know, privileged Folks, no, I, I, for us, it's something yeah, we well, had to yeah. face head on. Yeah. It's, so, you know, for us, it's... it's um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... it's. I, I, I say lame. I'm always like, eh, that's lame. Whatever. That's lame. Yeah. But that's my lame, lame means also, like, it, it covers all of the words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all encompassing. Yeah. All, that's what lame to me mm-hmm. means. And I'm like, oh, that's lame. Yeah. Um, but... It is again. It is what it is, and unfortunately, this isn't going to change overnight. And yeah. it probably isn't going to change in my realm of the social media, I guess. Yeah. But so, why I started the Modern Poor? Let's start there. So, yeah, why yeah. I started the Modern Poor was because I uh, really like wine, and mm-hmm. um, my cousin, who's a social media manager uh, in Dallas, you know, one day I was like. <laughs> Oh my God. So I came from, uh, I live in Hollywood, like Los Angeles. And mm. so I have been an actor for a very, very long time. That's and, amazing. Uh, I didn't know that. I was over it. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
And hmm. so I did everything, TV, movies, film, uh, awesome. music videos. I, yeah. I oh wrote, I'm in the gosh. WGA, uh, the Writers Guild of America, because I wrote, uh, I wrote a show that got picked up, and it was great. Um, awesome. It never got what it needed, but mm-hmm. whatever. And so, um, but I was over the Hollywood grind. It's a, it's a grind, you know, and when you're young, it's great. And then when you start getting older, you're like, I'm so over this. So yeah. I'm talking to my cousin on the phone, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I, wanna, I just want to, like, live life. I'm just like... <laughs> Just drink wine on the beach every day and just, that's it. And she was like, that's what you want to do? You just want to drink wine all day? And I was like, yeah, that's all I want to do. And she was like, well, that's, why don't you go do that? Go to wine school. And I was like, wine school? <laughs> Ding. The, the, uh, the, the little, you know, the, the light went off. And I was like, oh, okay. So what do I do? I go to wine school. I show up to wine school the very first day. Everyone is in suits. Oh, oh and God. I'm 10 what? minutes late. Oh, no. <laughs> my bad. Oh, uh, LA traffic sucks. Yeah. So, oh, um, yeah. We know. <laughs> we know about um, LA traffic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get there. Everyone is wearing suits. The, the women are in blazers and in, like, you know, like, office outfits. I've mm-hmm. never had an office job. I don't know what that is. I don't know, right. like, what serious, like, jobs are. Like, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. show up oh, yeah. in a leather jacket, black leather jacket, yes. black jeans. Hi, oh I'm Elle. God. Where do I sit? And they're like, hi, Elle. Come on in. <laughs> and I sit there and I just looked around and I was the only Latino in the oh, place, oh, except for the person that was like serving all of us, oh, like water, like God. picking things up. I and wish. already I was like, oh God, like, what yeah. did I? What am I signing on for? Yeah. I wish I could have seen their faces. Like you walk in and like your leather jacket, and your confidence, and you're just like, like, "Hello, I'm a, here." Yeah, out of a movie or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Literally. Oh my god, I would have loved to see um, that. You know, now that I think about it, I probably, um, I probably intimidated them just as much as I intimidated myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, sometimes, look, I, I have all the confidence in the world, which I'm blessed with. But literally 99% of the time, I have no idea what I'm doing. So, and I'm okay to say that. Like, yeah. I don't know, but I'll try it. Yeah, and I love so that. So I That's go to one yeah. It's great. I learn all the things that I need to learn. It's great. And then I start, and then my cousin says, hey, let's start uh, your, let's start documenting this. Start taking pictures. Start doing that. Well, since mm-hmm. I have a very extensive uh, background in the arts I'm a great photographer as well so I always I'm the one that takes my own pictures that's amazing. no one takes my pictures for me I don't have an Instagram boyfriend like I'm, oh, my Instagram boyfriend. no it's me myself and I that's All it right. your pictures and are amazing by the way they're so good <laughs> so I had a timer a little remote control a tripod and mm-hmm. I would just set up everywhere in the city because I'm a city girl. I'm not a vineyard mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to show people what a city girl, how she was drinking wine. And then I wanted to, to show the Latino community, hey, if she's drinking, if I'm drinking this, you can drink this too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I first started, yeah. I only uh, did Trader Joe wines because okay. I felt like that 
number one, was very easy and price mm -hmm. uh, compatible with most people. So they were under $10 wines, and it's a place where you can go and get them. Trader Joe's, come on, sure. you know? Yeah, yeah, come on. Like, and it's not like normal price. grocery store wine. Right. Yeah. Like, the, the, the wine buyers at Trader Joe's are so, so good. Like, so good. And uh, I started being, yeah, and I started being, becoming friends with them and like, hey, like, what do you guys have today? And they would just show me and I just would document it all. I would buy it all myself, $5 wine here, $7 wine, and then just take it around Los Angeles and photograph it. That's amazing. And, I think and that's... then that started, you know, that started, people started noticing me and going like, wow, she's not in a vineyard. She's just like yeah. on the street with wine. Like, yeah, she's like, just a girl. Yeah, she's just enjoying her life. Like, I feel like yeah. so many times my friends are like, I don't want to go buy wine or I don't want to go into a tasting room because I feel uncomfortable and I feel like, you know, I feel like you need to have some kind of wine knowledge to be able to go enjoy wine. And I'm like, okay, no, <laughs> that's not it at all. Like, it well, doesn't matter. Go to Trader Joe's. Yeah, go to Trader Joe's. Buy some wine. <laughs> Figure out what you like doesn't have to be expensive doesn't absolutely. have to be the vineyard experience absolutely yeah oh my god are you got like i still fuck with this wine from uh trader joe's that i tell everybody about there are actually <laughs> like five that those are, that are my gems at trader mm -hmm. joe's but the one that i really really fuck with it's a product of france it's uh -huh. called ami la vie it's a rosé it's a it's oh. a syrah grenache uh blend okay. and it's 6.99 it's a product of france yeah. For that $6.99 so that's sold at Trader Joe's. I haven't had that one. No. Next and time we're at Trader good. Joe's, Believe me. we're going to go get it. You're going to drink it. You're going to yeah. be like, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I was so right. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's so good. And they also have a really another good one. Uh, it's a Cabernet Franc from uh -huh. Paso Robles called mm -hmm. um, Lazy Bones. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> great, great. Great, Yeah, I think yeah. we we might have actually had that one before. Yeah, yeah. That's did awesome. you like it? <clears throat> I can't remember. It's very I... mineraly. Um, it does sound familiar. I remember. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I have such a, a. This is why I can't become a wine influencer. Also, is because I can't remember like what wines I was drinking last night. Like, <laughs> you know, like you can I, remember certain ones. So yeah, like certain ones, ones stick stand with. Out stand out and stick with me but like i don't know i i just drink a bottle or drink a glass of wine not a bottle and i'm just like you know do i like this wine do i not and then like i'm just enjoying it in that moment and then the next day i'm just like yeah like that was good wine like and then i move on to the next one and go experience more so i don't know i'm not i'm not a good you know, wine taster. So i i had the same 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 exact issue but you know what I did? I got an address book, you know, one that says mm -hmm. A through Z, which I mean, yeah. if you can find one now, good for you. But like, try to go to a Marshalls <laughs> or a Ross or like a mm -hmm. TV Max. They don't really sell those anymore. But yeah. just in case, if you find one, I used that and I would write all of the wines down in that, like in the, um, since it's alphabetical. Mm -hmm. And that's how I would train myself to remember, 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 remember. Oh my God. That's such a good idea. I should start doing, we should start doing that. Mm -hmm. Yes, we should. That's awesome. We need to step up our game. We do. Gonna be <laughs> but also, though, like, the, so can I say that, like, I'm not, I don't really like the term wine influencer. I feel like more like I'm a wine disruptor okay. because I'm not, I'm not the influencer type. 
I'm not Ex- the uh, yeah. Explain the wine disruptor. Some people, to me. I guess, I am, but I feel like I'm a disruptor because I I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm not. I'm supposed to be working in the fields. Like oh I'm gosh. not supposed to be talking about the wine. I'm supposed to be drinking the wine. I'm supposed to be like working for vineyards. Oh it's my, my people also yeah. who take, you know, and that's another it's reason so why I started the Modern Pour was because it's my people who take it from the earth to the winemaker. And there was oh, such yeah. a void from the winemaker to the glass, especially yeah. with people of color. Oh, yeah. Like there and was a I literal was shock. Yeah. There was a literal shortage of workers in California in agriculture. Just like, I think it was last year, a couple years ago. Yeah, the labor market was tight. Yeah, because people weren't willing to go in and put in the hard work that Latino people yeah. were and were doing the... in, like on an everyday basis. And mm-hmm. like, you know, other people weren't willing to step into their shoes. And there was like, there was something going on where like the hiring process. Um, but this is, this is oh, for yeah. all of it. This is mm-hmm. for all the hard jobs. Yeah. We, we do all the hard jobs. Yeah, which is you terrible. That's true. The vineyard management company I work at is probably about 85% Latino. Yeah. Latina. Um, so. Well, you know what, honey? That's why I say I'm a Mexican and not a Mexican. Oh, so. yeah. I love that <laughs> so much. <laughs> I mean, is... Because we can do it all. No oh, joke. Oh, my God. So. Yeah. It's amazing. It's kind of a like... hidden side of agriculture that, you know, people have yeah. the idea of a farmer in their head. And it's not, you know the good old boy, Absolutely. white guy in his overalls. That's not really who's getting the job Absolutely. done. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's awesome. And I love I love the wine disruptor. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I am. Because and, on it, like, so it took a lot of time for me to get, uh, again, it took me a l- <laughs> because I was just different. They were like, mm-hmm. who, who is this girl? So it took me a lot longer to develop these relationships with these wineries and these PR agencies and these um, vineyards because they were like, uh, who is she? What is she about? But then when they started seeing me disrupt the scene mm-hmm. and then they saw like people were really resonating to what I had to say and you can even see it through my grids or my pictures or my stories. I'm not like everybody else. I drink right. it the way I drink it. I like what I like. I you know, I say what I don't like. I call out people all the time, which, again, I called somebody out two weeks ago. It, it, mm-hmm. it caused a, a firestorm, but fuck that, whatever. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Like, yeah. You got to do you. No. Yeah, and no. the thing yes. is, is that, like, like, making people uncomfortable is how things are going to change. Like, you can't yeah. go on living your life in comfort because you're not going to see anything happen from that. Yeah. Well, if Absolutely. You, if you shy away from any confrontation, you're just going to be not doing what you want to do yeah exactly in the grand scheme of things there's going to be some here and there and it's better to confront that than to just kind of shy away from it yeah for sure absolutely i love what you're doing i i admire you so much gosh you're just like a gorgeous latina woman (laughs) doing your thing and like keeping on climbing and i I appreciate you so much. I'm so glad that we're having you on our podcast right now. I'm like, I'm getting so like, oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. (laughs) But you know, I, I, it's so funny because I think that this little attitude of mine, this is just something I came out of the womb and I was like, 
I'm here. <laughs> and my mom was just always like, oh, Lord, this child. But anytime anyone said that I couldn't do anything, and I think it's still to this day, I'm like, okay, cool. It's just going to make me do it even more. Yes. Like, I'm just going to do it even more, and I'm going to be louder and... Yeah. I wish that it's we a blessing had... and a curse. Believe me, it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish that we had more people like like you and had that mindset because I feel like gosh, we would be a million times further than where we are today if people were just like, "Oh, you told me that I couldn't do it. Well, I'm going to do it even like even better than I first Yeah, like... 10 times harder now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I'm exactly. like, uh-huh, watch this, you know." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, so watch good. <laughs> so, tell yeah. me about like where what do you want to do with like the the wine education that you've you've received now because you're at a w set two now right yeah so i you know i guess from my media background uh so okay so when i first got it you know I, i wanted to do all of that right but then i was like well i feel like we don't have enough wine shows like on television to really um yeah wine television shows have you ever seen one there's like Ooh, a couple. Um, um, Oz Clark and James May did one for the BBC. <laughs> that was Oz... Oz Clark and James May. Uh, James May was one who? of the presenters of Top Gear over in the UK. But they did. I mean, it's Top of course Gear. two white guys going <laughs> yeah. around France drinking. But it was. It's, it's pretty. It's very no, funny. I see that. See, that's some <laughs> shit that I'm not going to watch. Yeah, and no. I feel like. A lot of us aren't going to watch that. Yep. So, and it's, it's pretty old, I'm, too. It's the only one I could think of, though. It's the only honestly, wine show. And honestly, the last thing I want to hear is some white dude telling me about wine. Yeah. Like, that's the last person I want telling me about wine. You know what I mean? Nah. Mm-hmm. No thanks. Not about it. So, I've decided to take all of my media backgrounds, and um, I've got a lot of things in the works. And that's how... Um, So my friend Chelsea, uh, Patrice and I, we decided she's on the East Coast and I'm on the West Coast. And right when coronavirus hit, I was like, okay, this is the situation. I called her up and we've been uh, trying to work on a project together for a while. But, you know, the stars seriously have to align. They just Mm -hmm. have to align for things to work. That's in anything. And so, you know, we would try to collaborate on some stuff, but it just didn't feel right. And I am very, very, if the vibes are not right, I don't want to do it. Because if you force something, you know it's not going to work. I've done that so many times over and over in life, and it just, shit doesn't pop off that way. So we took the, we we were like, this is it. This is our time. So then we started an IG Live. Mm -hmm. We said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're only going to do 10 shows. Out of these 10 shows, we're going to get a podcast out of this, okay? That was my goal. Mm-hmm. We did our 10 shows, boom, we got a podcast. So oh now, after that, I want a TV show. After that, I want, you know, my own wine. After that, I want, you know, I just, the sky is the limit, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. As long as you're willing to work yes. really hard, I feel like the sky is the limit in anything. That's amazing. And we've yet to see how far we can go in wine, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm so excited to see your TV. I had I had no idea we'd be sitting down with a celebrity today. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm so excited. So like on the Z list. <laughs> but you're on a list. Not the Z list. On the yeah. Z list. <laughs> But okay, I'll take it. (laughs) And and you 
you're starting a podcast called Booze and Babes. Is that what it is? That's it's the right. Booze and Babes podcast. Awesome. So on Instagram, you can catch us at the Babes and Booze Pod. Okay. And we're literally going. It's it's more like um, I know so many people. Chelsea knows so many people. She and I have. We both are very, very, very lucky because we uh, we work with great PR agents uh, agencies, and we're now doing more of, um, uh, I, I guess more media work to tell you mm-hmm. the truth. Yeah. I, I'm not really going, I'm not, I'm not the girl that's going to go to the vineyard and do like shots like that. We've got mm-hmm. enough girls going to the fucking vineyard. Do you know what I mean? I want to see the girl yes. that's on the street or mm-hmm. in a restaurant or like in the cities, you know what I mean? Yes. So I would love to do a show where Chelsea and I go around and, you know, kind of like the Laverne and Shirley of wine and yep. just oh my gosh, go yes. around and drink wine, just like mm-hmm. these two white dudes. Yeah. Whoever they are, or whatever the show is. <laughs> James yeah. May, non squire. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It'd be that but, but better for yeah. sure. Right? And yeah. that is the shit that I want to watch. That's what the people like. This is what my generation wants to watch. You know, mm-hmm. we're, no, that whole James Suckling or, is that his name? James May. <laughs> that guy? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. not that guy. Oh. The other guy. What, what's the what's the bigger guy? You know, the one he's oh. the guy, the guy, and he's like, oh, my name is, and I think he's teaching a master class right now too. Oh. Oh yes, yeah, there's a someone suckling out yeah, there. Yeah, suckling, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh-huh. you're, that's right. Yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> Do you know he didn't even make? He didn't even make. Uh, he didn't. He couldn't even like mention anything about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And he teaches classes where he's got people of color, yet, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what, I'm going to stop it there. Never mind. No, oh, I think this fun. is great because, you know, like, not even mentioning, like, all of, like, the cultural shifts that are happening right now and, like, everything that's happening out in our society, like, you're just being deaf to it. And it's just, it's frustrating to not even acknowledge that there's... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. However, you stand on it. You you know what? Honestly, it's even more prevalent in the wine industry. Mm -hmm. Like, if we're really gonna talk some talk, Mm -hmm. like, go to a wine taste. Go go to a tasting room, and how many people of color do you see? Again, it's only the people in this field, field, or it's the Mm -hmm. people like cleaning up. And every time I go, you know, I'm always like, how do you treat? How do you treat your people? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always, mm-hmm. I always want to know about the workers and how they're being treated. I could care less about the people drinking the wine, who can afford the wine. Like, I don't, For sure. like, I just don't care. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And James and I were talking, we sat down, you know, when all this is happening and we we're just like, so as a business, we have a responsibility to try to reach out to people of color and try to reach out to to break you know, out of our normal circle. Yeah, to try to pull them in and in like show them that they're supported and like give them a space to to be a part of what we're building as well. Like mm-hmm. like we're sitting there we're just like what can we do to ensure that like you know like Placerville we're like in that area where we're planning on setting up our winery like there's a very small population of minorities so how do we reach out to them and and like 
pull them in and well uh, first off since you're making a winery i really feel like you should maybe make it you know um <clears throat> how do i say this not so white every yeah, time yeah. i go to a vineyard it's mm-hmm. like they're playing country music and everybody's <laughs> happy and it's i'm yeah. like oh like what is this like yes. why why can't we just be like normal yeah. like <laughs> yes. it's very do you know what i mean it's it's very um uh, it's cliche. Uh, yeah, it's a facade. It's, it's super a, cliche. It's yeah. a bunch and it's like a very unwelcoming, yeah, mm-hmm. atmosphere amongst people of color. That's why you yeah. don't see people of color at tasting rooms and at mm-hmm. vineyards because it's not very um, inclusive, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and that's something that we want to to be able to portray and that's to everybody. Why I don't go to vineyards and tasting rooms so much because <laughs> yeah. I don't feel welcome there. You know, it's yeah. like the most boring places to me. Yeah. Napa is fucking boring. Yes, <laughs> I, I completely agree with that. <laughs> like, yeah, boring and yeah. so vanilla. It like is. How it many, totally is. How like what they have twelve hundred wineries and how many? Uh, people of color own wineries there like like maybe four? a handful maybe yeah. four three or four four is pushing it yeah. yeah yeah like brown is all i can think of right now yeah. yeah there's yeah brown estate is one of them and then i can't even think of any other like off the top of my head but i know that there's at least one exactly exactly but you know, like that's the point. and yeah. we can only think of one off yeah. the top of our head exactly yeah so yeah that's what we were talking about we're like how do we like make this feeling of inclusiveness how do we welcome everybody like and make it known that you know they are welcome and they oh my gosh my cat i'm sorry (laughs) my cat is climbing into my lap right now she's being very needy oh Oh my god pay attention to me pay attention to me oh my gosh yeah yeah. her name is booger and she loves all the attention we've been trying to work out is yeah how we i don't know reach out into the community and let people know like you know, this opportunity is so, here for you. We're here, you know we're who, open. You know, I feel, you know, who does that really, really well? And it's a company that I work for, and I'm so proud of them, and I will mm-hmm. always work with them, is Tank Winery. Mm-hmm. They're in Calistoga, and they are just mm-hmm. very, very open. They're very, um, one of the best wineries, one of the most fun, one of the, uh, they're just, they're, they're great. So I mean, maybe yeah. look, look at them, look at their yeah. stuff. Have you heard of That's Tank it. Winery? No. Oh. They're great. And they were actually the very first winery that came out and said something mm-hmm. and somebody reported their post and they posted again and what? they were like, fuck you. Yes. And I was awesome. like, yeah, they were like, yeah. fuck you. Yes. And they just kept saying like, mm-hmm. fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Like <laughs> we don't need like, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna be you're not the people that we're targeting you yeah. know and i was like right. hell yeah they're very yeah. open very active i love that in activism we're gonna have to reach out they to have them. charity ones yeah. you have to you have to they're so great they're lovely lovely people yeah that's awesome yeah and one of the other things that we were talking about is actually going out to local high schools that are in like you know like lower i don't know like lower economic just a more areas and just like going into the high school classes and just be like hey does anybody want an internship here because like Mm -hmm. reaching out and and letting them know that that's an opportunity i feel like that's something that could help as well offering summer work that's That's not great in the field yeah something where they can see the tasting room side where are you guys uh trying to 
or where are you guys opening your winery at? So our oh, plan is in El Dorado County, so up in the Sierra foothills. Which is like in California. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which is like a super, super white area. So it is like pretty, pretty darn white. There is quite a bit of uh, Latino folks up there, mostly for you know through ag work and whatnot. They yeah. make like good. Uh, they make good places. wines there, though. Yeah. They do make really good wines, and we want to be one of those on the front lines, like showing that you know diversity can be a thing even in areas yeah, where it's it just is, like it's a very white wine industry up there yeah i mean like you said with napa i'm trying to think back home and there's i don't think no there's people of color any... that i can think of that are really prominent in the industry up there and it's not because people aren't qualified for us i think just the community yeah and you know, yeah opening it up is is a challenge yeah for sure yeah. <sighs> So. What do we do? What can we do? Like what? Yeah. I guess we just keep showing people. I don't know. You know, yeah. there's. You, I think. That... I feel like there's only so much I can do. Mm-hmm. Like I, I try, I try, I try, I try, and sometimes I feel like wow. Like I kind of just shake my head and just go like, this is just like, it's like a never-ending battle. Like people just yeah. don't get it, and mm-hmm. it, it confuses me. Like I'm just. Yeah, I don't know. Especially here, like in the last month, I've seen like such a shift, and mm-hmm. you kind of really do see people's like true colors come out when shit hits the fan, and oh, shit yeah. just mm-hmm. hits the fan. And hell yeah, it's it's what was the word you used? Disappointing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it AKA is. lame. Yeah. AKA lame. <laughs> AKA lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. It's been surreal sitting back and looking at, like, you know, we're following wineries on Instagram from all over and, you know, looking at, like, who's posting things? Like, are they only posting that one little black square on Blackout Tuesday or are they continuing to be Mm -hmm. supportive? And I think that, you know, you were saying, like, what can I do? And, like, you're just sitting here shaking your head. And I think the most important thing that we all can do is not give up. Just do something. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just like we we yeah. can't stop. Like, I feel like there's change starting, and yeah. it's. I think it's gonna be good. I think it it's gonna be tough, and it's not gonna be comfortable. It's gonna be a lot of. It's gonna be challenging for sure, but I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, and you know, I hope that people, um, you know, people of color really do start going to more wineries. Now, I know what yeah. it's like. So when I walk into a winery, it's a completely different experience than anyone else, right? Because mm-hmm people already know that I'm coming, right? So they're going to like be like red carpet situation. I'm very <laughs> blessed for that, you know, because yeah. they want me to come and take pictures and to, you know, show the highlights of their winery so that right. other people can come, right? Yeah. But now I'm kind of taking a stance where I'm like, um, I don't want you to use me and my voice to bring more white people out. Yeah. Because like, let's say if that's not why I'm doing this, I want more mm-hmm. people of color to go out, but I don't, know if they're going to be treated i hope they will be treated just as well as i'm treated definitely but that's definitely a privilege that i do have because whenever i walk into a winery it's it's completely different Mm -hmm. and um that wasn't how it was in the beginning in the beginning they were very like there were a few that were like uh hi how can we help you you know yeah which is which is like 
all right, like, <laughs> yeah. just wait and let me show you what I've got. Like, yeah. Exactly. And I was like, mm, okay, whatever. Yeah. And these same, of course, and it's so funny because now the same wineries that weren't so nice to me then, they're really nice to me now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually happens that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, your journey is amazing. It's it's crazy, it's, right? It's inspiring, though. Like, you you know, like, you don't give up, and I love that. And I, God, like, <laughs> I want to be like you. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. Look, literally, my tombstone is going to be hashtag IDGAF. Like, that's it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, that's, yes. it. that's what she said. That's what she stood for. That's cool. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> God, I'm so excited to see where you go because God, you've just like, got this fire inside of you, and yeah. I think it's going to be light. The world does need another, um, not so white wine program on TV. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, totally yes. right. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and you, God, you're going to be light for everybody to follow. Yeah. I can just yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Like, I, I really want to make a change in this. Um, in this wine community because mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, I've done it in the influencer slash disruptor situation. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep that momentum going. Yeah. And then take it to media and go, okay, well, look, you guys saw me in that now really, you saw me through pictures. Now yeah. you're going to really hear me. And now it's going to really resonate with you, you know? Yeah. And, Again, though, I don't have all of the wine education, and I don't feel like you need to have all the wine education to enjoy a glass of wine. Like, you drink what you like. Whatever you like, if it's that $5 Trader Joe wine, yes, fuck with that. Tell everybody you're drinking that so that they will drink that as well. Mm -hmm. I'm not somebody that's drinking $30, $40 bottles all the time that a lot of these wine influencers, and and that's another thing. They're they're very, like... um, like I research a lot. I will not take wine. I don't take wine for free. No, I, I don't work for free. Number mm-hmm. one, I don't work for free. Yes. Number two, should. I don't get paid for wine. For Like you're not paying me in wine either. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people know this. So all of the things that you see, I have very well been paid for. But a lot of these girls, I get the same emails that they get. And they're like, yeah. oh, we can send you. Um, our newest, you know, blah, blah, and we need a post from you. So I see mm-hmm. everyone who's working for free because I got the same emails. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, why <laughs> do you keep working for free? Why? Yes. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, I... this is a job. I have turned it into a job now. Like, mm-hmm. this is my life. This is yeah. how I work. This right. is how I live. This is how I pay my bills. Yeah. And, um... I get when you're starting out, you need to do some of those wine posts for free, of course. For but sure. like, there's some that are still doing this shit that have 20,000, 30,000 followers. And I'm like, you are the reason. Like, oh, yeah. I just want to like <laughs> shake them. But look, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of shitty wine is out there that's being promoted by these influencers, which really sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So, you know, the space is now good wines, shitty wines, and then really expensive wines. And sometimes they don't do their research on, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just promote 30 to $60 bottles, $100 bottles. Mm-hmm. Who's drinking that every day? I'm not. 
Yeah. yeah. And I, I get this, you know, and I and I get this sent from like PR companies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going out and buying thirty, forty dollar bottle of wines every day. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear somebody say that because God, it's just saturated with like Don Perignon like every single day, and yeah. you know, like. All like the Don Perignon. There's way better champagne than Don. <laughs> yes. It's good. Hey, don't yeah. get me wrong. It's great. It's good. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of other champagne producers that are better. Yeah, definitely. Don Perignon is good because they have great marketing and they yeah. have the money. You know, oh, it's yeah, a great champagne house. Absolutely. It's one of the oldest. I'm not denying mm-hmm. that. I'm just saying that I think that champagne. Yeah. yeah. There's other options. I don't even drink a lot of champagne, to tell you the truth. We don't either. We we popped we some do. barefoot bubbly this morning. Oh, that's our go-to for ah! mimosas. The barefoot peach with uh, mango orange juice. Yes. It's our go-to Oh, mix. wow. It's so it's wow. so good. Like, that's all I need in life. <laughs> yeah. You and your barefoot. That's yeah. <laughs> that's my budget like budget drink because yeah. you can't go wrong with it it's just so good <laughs> well i did work yeah. for gallo for a few months so. yeah yeah james worked for gallo yeah. for a little bit yeah. hey get it where you can get it yeah. that's right <laughs> exactly it got me where i'm at so i've got yeah. no problem with having worked for gallo whatsoever yeah yeah james's dad always Wait, said so you work for gallo i did um did so you know i did a harvest internship Brene? do you know Brene? Brene. Do you have a last name? Royal, yeah. Royal. Um, she's the, she's the uh, I think she works for uh, EJ Gallo, mm-hmm. uh, what is it called, Monty, um, I'm looking her up on social right now, okay. gosh, oh, it yeah. just slipped my mind. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what location? Monty Rosa, she's the vineyard manager. Okay. She is... Um, the first African-American. I think she's 26, 28. Wow. Oh my and gosh. And she's, um, that's somebody that you need to have yes. on your show. Yeah. Too. So I worked for Gallo in their, in their grower relations department for a harvest. So I was, yeah. I mean, we were kind of in contact with their, their growing team, but mostly with outside producers that they'd have contracts with. Yeah, so and she made the, um, that. she actually made, um, Worth Magazine's Groundbreakers 20 of 20, oh my the 50 wow. Women uh, Changing the World. And mm-hmm. on this list is Melinda Gates, uh, oh the U.S. Gosh. National Soccer Team, yeah. Meg Whitman, um, Sarah Thomas. Like, she, I mean, the list, yeah. I think Michelle Obama's on this list. Like, oh my gosh. she made this amazing, yeah. amazing list. That's awesome. We're definitely reaching yeah. out to her. That's awesome. Thank you for yeah. yeah. Thanks for the heads up. On that. Yeah, definitely. I would love to hear. Her, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear for her opinion on on things. Yeah. Yeah. And just what people can do to help. I don't know. Support not white people in the industry. Yeah. Get them in, Get <laughs> yeah. them at least included. That, and, you know. There's nothing wrong with white people need... doing stuff, but. Yeah, we just need more people. More Look, open. I know a lot of people of color who really want to. Uh, you know, probably be vineyard managers too. Yeah. And yeah, we need to give everybody a chance, like yeah. not just because of the color of your skin, but yeah. you know, but she, she's been working in agriculture for a very long time. I think she did like future farm makers of America when she was in high oh, school. Yeah. So oh, right when you awesome. said we want to go to high schools and see, I was like, yeah. Oh, that's, 
her name popped mm-hmm. up in my mind and yeah. I was like, Oh wow. That yeah. yeah, I see how that would be really um that could really work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. And like yeah. being so young, like like I don't know, we're twenty five and twenty six mm-hmm. and people have just been like, Oh, that's so cute that you wanna like start a winery and you wanna grow this business and we're over here being like, well, yeah, like, of course we're going to do it. Like, especially if you say like, oh, that's so cute. Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's like you said, when someone tells you that that's you can't so do something. That's so cute. Like, Don't you love that? That's you. literally, or yeah. when they say bless yeah. your heart. Like, yeah. those yeah. are literally like the worst things. But, like, that's like not a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like James was just saying, like, it's exactly what you said. You know, when somebody says, you know, like, yeah, you can't do it. Like, that's mm-hmm. cute good try it just makes you want to try so much harder we were out with my parents and someone said that to us in front of my dad and he turns to him and goes the one thing you are accounting for here is how stubborn my son is <laughs> yeah so it's yeah it's that drive. i usually say no hablas inglés lo siento <laughs> lo siento yes that means that means i don't speak english i'm yep. sorry i'm oh, sorry yeah. i don't speak english yeah. <laughs> we well, especially james james speaks a lot of spanish he's he's gotten what he pretty quick lately yeah he's he's has nice. what he calls um it's field, field spanish, spanish. So that's what the guys who i actually talk to in spanish call it too they go, oh, your field Spanish is getting good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because he can Right? <laughs> like I... There's field Spanish, kitchen Spanish, yes. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I bet I it's... It. Do they say, hey, wait. Hey, wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> they go, hey, hey, Jaime. Yeah. Hey, Jaime. Jaime. Yeah. Oh, It's so good. Yes, because yeah. that's the Spanish name for James. Yep. Yeah. That's how I introduced myself because in middle school we had lots of bilingual classes. So that's how I introduced myself to them and they all would get a big kick out of it. This white kid coming in speaking horrible Spanish, introducing himself as Jaime. (laughs) I love it though. See, but like that, honestly, that goes a long way Mm -hmm. in the Latino culture. Like it really does. Like, so I'm fourth generation. Okay, fourth. Fourth. Uh, like that's kind of unheard of, uh, but I am. And my mom was never a housekeeper and my dad never did the lawn. And so that, sometimes people like growing up, people would be like, Oh, did your mom? And I'd be like, no, fuck yeah. you. She's yeah. no, what is <laughs> no, never. What, and, what do your parents um, do? Like just out of curiosity, just like, is that, sorry, that's too personal of a question. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. What do my parents do? Yeah. Just so oh, like no, no, you no. Oh, God. So that's another thing. I didn't come from a wine house. My, my mm-hmm. mom does medical billing. And my okay. dad, you know, was a salesman at mm-hmm. uh, Toyota and Lexus. So, oh like, gosh, it, yeah. I was not at all. Like, I really, we were more beer and tequila house. Yeah. And, that's amazing. Um, you know, wine really wasn't in the in the situation and and how i even liked wine i i dated a white guy when i was young like 24 25 and uh-huh. he kind of is the one that would introduce me to wines and i just yeah. i my palate just kept getting better and better and better and better <laughs> and so um 
that's kind of how I was introduced to wine. It definitely, I think maybe my first wine would be like a Franzia, of course, okay. like anybody's, yeah. you know, <laughs> right? in high school. Some mom had a blush wine, I don't know, in a box. Yeah, white zin <laughs> yeah. in a the box. The white zin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I did not come from a beer and tequila house. But, you know, what's so great, though, my family, there's, believe me, there's, I, I, I'm, wild and they are very very supportive of anything and everything that i do and oh, so awesome. when i told them about this wine journey they were just like huh wine okay mm-hmm. and now you know they're starting to drink wines now because they see me drinking wine yeah. and i like that i like that a lot a lot of mm-hmm. my family members have started picking up some wine because they see me drinking it and awesome. talking about it and things like that and i like that yeah, that's so awesome. I love that you're such like a proponent for, you know, like you can drink wine too. Like this isn't just for, you know, white people. Like get out yeah. there. And... <laughs> and then it's not just the expensive stuff too. Yeah. There's plenty of good affordable mm-hmm. wine out there. Hell yeah. Absolutely. But we just need people like you to show us which ones are actually good. <laughs> yeah, we all need you in our lives. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but no, yeah. That's awesome. El- I think we have our question that we usually ask people. First of all, okay. what is your favorite varietal of wine? Um, for white, it is Chenin Blanc. Yeah. For reds, I have a couple. Mm-hmm. I consider rosé red because it's made from black grapes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like rosé. I love rosé, actually. And uh, <laughs> Cab Franc is my favorite red. Yum. Uh, it's just my favorite. Like I love Cab Franc, and and California's starting to make some really good Cab Franc. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And I love a good Barbera. Ooh, right. And actually, I was off with this Barbera, but I can't tell you. Uh, like I would love to tell you the winery, but I don't fuck with them anymore because they refuse to uh, say anything about what's going on in the current situation. And I yeah. wrote them a letter and they wouldn't answer me. I wrote them an email. They wouldn't answer mm-hmm. me. I called them out on Instagram. They would not answer me. Oh, and wow. they're still watching all of my stories. And then I, you know, and um, I, yeah. unfortunately, they make a great Barbera, but I'll never tell you ever again where it's from because fuck them. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, we can point you. I will not tell you who, who who makes it, but the and no, I'm not even that good. It's it's got notes of racism in it. To tell you the truth, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's yeah. the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to take that yeah. quote. It's like that's going to be your entire podcast. Yeah, <laughs> subtle notes of racism. Oh my god but yeah james is just saying go ahead we we know a few producers up in the foothills who make pretty good barbaras and we can send you a list of places if you want to check them out yes please i would love to i'd love to hear about Mm -hmm. like you know what wines everyone's drinking like that's not everyone but the people that i like i like to (laughs) to see what they're drinking yeah And in our future vineyard, like my palate, I'm a finicky, yeah. <laughs> with people on my palate. How funny! Yeah, in in our future vineyard, we've talked about planting some barbaria. Yeah, barbaria's and... on our list. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. gonna be that. That'll be. Wait, let's time. talk more about. Uh, can we talk more about how? Uh, what we were talking about earlier about how mm-hmm. how 
kind of the influencing has now gone to sexualizing wine and it's yeah. weird. Yes. Yeah, we, Let's we definitely talk should about that, please. circle back to that. <laughs> yes. I feel like, like, I feel like a lot of these wineries are um, giving these, quote, un- influencers a lot more, um, I guess, validation or a lot more attention than they really deserve because a lot of these, wine influencers don't even have their w set wine so again though i i I am a proponent of you don't need all the education to Mm -hmm. uh enjoy a glass of wine but like you also don't need to be in a short skirt and high heels in the fields like that to me is just craziness like and how people are eating that up now because it that that's not how it was when i started a yeah. couple of years ago. Right. And then I think that maybe some girls that were trying to be fashion or beauty influencers, it didn't work out for them. So they decided to do Grab it a in the wine, wine. Yeah. space. And now they're, you know, sexualizing this wine. And it's mm-hmm. just like they're getting all of these likes because they're thirsty for attention. Yeah. And it's it's so weird to me that these um, wineries and, and vineyards are, are – having these people be this like their spokesperson be kind all of. for their wine yeah like, it is kind of telling of definitely what not how i would want my wine viewed yeah. or you know what i mean to be for sure it's telling of their, yeah. their idea of what they're producing is i think if they're willing to go to people who do that to help get the attention for their posts and then their wine is included in that post they're just seeing it as a commodity to be sold I don't know. To me, yeah. it kind of lessens the effort and everything that all the people along the way have put in to make that. And it makes you know that the people up top just see it as something to be sold and not something to be that, enjoyed and shared. Or... Absolutely. Yeah, because you take away all of the good stuff that was that actually, you know, the blood, sweat, and tears that it took to make that mm-hmm. wine. Yes. But I feel like a lot of them, too, though, they make shitty wine. So they have to have a girl <laughs> with her tits out posing... Yeah with a fucking glass in a vineyard yeah because that's the only way they're gonna they're gonna promote their wine that's the only way they're gonna sell their wine that's how they're gonna get like and it's so gross it's Mm -hmm. just so like really you're gonna stoop that low but like people aren't stupid you know and Mm -hmm. so it might get likes on your ig page or whatever but Mm -hmm. like i doubt people are buying your wine Yeah. yeah Well, or if they are, it's just the one time and they try it and they go, oh, geez. Yeah. I'm not coming back. Yeah. That. Oh, God. Crap. Yeah. The kind of feel that you get from being in El Dorado County is it's just like a very small town feel with people who are making, creating these vineyards not to, you know, have a thousand followers and like a million just likes on Instagram. Just a way to throw money away for fun. Yeah. They're doing they're it because it's their people. livelihood and it's. Their, or it's their passion. And yeah. And it's not like they come from money. And you can feel that. You know, you go to Napa and you're just like, obviously, this was just something that was kind of given to you and you did it because mm-hmm. it sounded like fun. But mm-hmm. you go to yeah. El Dorado and it's kind of just like, you can feel the... There are the, some of those. You, there are More some in El Dorado County. There were five or ten years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, at least the ones that small. we go to. Yeah. <laughs> the smaller... Like, well, shout out yeah. Smoky Ridge. They've got... I don't know. The land's been in their family a hundred and something years. They've had grapes that they just sold for a while, and then they decided, well, let's try and make some wine. And they make pretty good wine. Yeah. They don't, I mean, some of it is great. Some of it, if you talk to their winemaker, Kirk, he'll be like, you know, 
it just happened that way. Yeah. So it is what it is. But you can but feel the passion it, there. Yeah. And they sell it part of the year out of their fruit stand on the side of the road. And it's darn good wine for a good price. Hell yeah. And they're doing See? everything like, themselves. Why can't we... I think we need more of that yeah. unless of the yeah. Napa Valley. <laughs> hey, I agree. I like, I agree. If I, um, I have such great friends that make wine specifically. Um, are you familiar with uh, Tara Gomez from Keto Wines? No. She's the very first female Native American winemaker ever. And she's from the Chumash tribe. Now, so the Chumash tribe uh, owns, well, they did, uh, mm -hmm. Malibu all the way down to Santa Barbara. Okay. That was like all of their land, right? Yeah. And so then, of course, America sets up and yeah. just, does, you know. Does what America does. Yeah. Does Malibu is no longer the Chumash tribe, but it's literally yeah. their land. And mm -hmm. there's a winery there called Malibu Wines. Have you heard mm -hmm. of them? No. No. Southern Terrible wines. Beautiful place. Yeah. Terrible wines. But every time I'm there, I'm like, this is the Chumash. This is Chumash land. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> but Tara Gomez is another person that's so great because she um, makes exquisite wines. And uh, she actually has two labels. The first was Kita, which she made under the Chumash tribe. Uh, and she still um, is the head female winemaker there. And then mm -hmm. she's also um, uh, part of the LGBTQ community and she has a wife and her and her wife just started a year ago uh Kameens to dreams which is their kind of passion project uh -huh. such great wines from them too from the santa Ynez valley oh, you should awesome. um you should talk with her too yes. she's yeah. fucking oh my gosh. amazing both of them are so great you are so so great they make great wines yeah El, you are a wealth of knowledge. You just said yeah. <laughs> we, we're like writing notes down. And I'm like, I don't even have, I'm writing it down on my phone because I forgot a, a paper and pen. Uh, but yeah, like we're going to be talking to Brene. We're going to be talking to, I'm sorry, repeat her name to me one more time. Tara Gomez. Tara, Tara is it T-A-R-A? Yeah. Gomez. Okay. I'm writing it down right now. And then we're also talking to Tank Wines. Yeah. You gotta talk to Tank Winery. They're yeah. great. Gosh, I'm um, so excited. I'm gonna like mm -hmm. hop off the phone with you and just be chatting with people all day. <laughs> like, hey. yeah, and tell awesome. them all that you know that uh, that you know. Tell them, hey, Elle sent me your way. Like, mm -hmm. and then Absolutely. you know they'll definitely talk to you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. this has been so amazing. Yeah. Before we sign off, is there are there any other topics that you want to jump into? Or any questions you have for us? Um, what are your What are going to be your varietals that you guys? Ooh, um, that's always a good question. Are making? Yeah. So we can we break news, Danielle? Well, we did on the last podcast. Oh, okay. so yeah. We just got approved <laughs> that we have some space set aside for us at a custom crush facility. So this year we're looking at possibly making some Roussan. And then we're searching Ooh, for... Ooh, I love Roussan. Mm -hmm. We we're haven't for really messed with it yet. Sangiovese, so we can do a, like a free-run rosé and then also a full red Sangio. And then nice. possibly Zinfandel. I would love a Zinfandel. We, we just talked to somebody, um, a winemaker, and um, he was telling us that Zinfandel is notoriously 
just finicky and mm-hmm. difficult to work with. And I'm yeah. like, hell yeah, I'm up for a challenge. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. get ready for some stuck fermentations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> Yay. But yeah, so those are what we're looking at yeah. for our custom crush. It'll be small. We probably That's do so exciting. three yeah. tons this year if we if we can pull it off. Yeah. And then for our... I would love to try your when um yeah. when this when if they we, come out if like... we can get it to happen this year we will definitely be in touch and we'll yeah send or, something your way for sure. it sounds like we if nothing should else, be to get some feedback yeah because we might like it but you know the more people who can taste it and tell us what they think that that helps us a lot more oh i bet yeah, yeah. I bet. Like mm-hmm. wine making is such an art in itself, yeah. you know, it is, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful art. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize what it takes when mm-hmm. they open a bottle of wine, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, you've opened it now, you let it breathe for a little bit, you took your first sip, but mm-hmm. do you know how long, do you know what the weather conditions were? Do you know what the yes. soil yes. was? Do you know what the people mm-hmm. had to do that day? Do you know that they got up at three o'clock in the morning and then all those great you know, were taken mm-hmm. in and then they were crushed by feet. And, you know, the, the time that it takes to sit in a barrel, like mm-hmm. it's a lot for yeah. a glass of wine that people just don't realize when yeah. they drink. Oh, can I get a glass of Chardonnay? <laughs> like, it's so true. I don't like Chardonnay, yeah. but, uh, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's so, it's, so true. It's a lot of work that, yeah it takes and the stars all have to align Mm -hmm, so that that glass of wine could Mm -hmm. could make it to your table like seriously hell yeah yeah Yeah. i wish people really understood the 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 masterful and the the craftfulness that Mm -hmm. that takes and that's a lot of hard work i really commend you guys yeah oh thank you yeah and that's something that we Mm want to teach everybody who walks into our 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 sales room or tasting room you know like we want to let them know like what it took to make this all fun and games it's not all beautiful days in the vineyard yeah because it's so romanticized like winemaking and having a vineyard is so romanticized and it's a lot of hard work for sure it's a lot of hard work oh my gosh it's a lot of hard work yeah yeah But so for our future vineyard, oh, though, yeah, for we our want, varietals, we want to plant. Yeah, so we want to do a Barbera for sure. Mm-hmm. We want to do Zinfandel. Sure. Yeah. We want to mess around with some, you know, varietals that aren't necessarily well known or like not, not like, I don't know. Not super common. common. I want to go with yeah personally, and I think Danielle agrees with me a bit on this. I want to go with some things that are a bit warmer climate. Yeah. Like oriented uh-huh. just so mm-hmm. if the whole world keeps going in the same traje- trajectory and things heat up a bit yeah. more you know global warming and stuff we're prepared and we can figure some stuff out along the way but i think we looked at pick pool for a white some things in no the I've, uh, i had i had my first pick pool uh like two years ago i really? love pick pool yeah. oh my oh, gosh yeah. so good yeah. such a great white wine such okay. a great white wine awesome yeah we're leaning kind and of I don't the... see I don't see a lot of uh, anytime I see pick pool on a menu I, I always order it because I never mm-hmm. see it you know yeah. and it's yeah. it's, it's, it's hard a to tough find. one to make well yeah no, it does sound mm-hmm. challenging in the in the winery as well as in the field but in a good way you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 
Gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank We're you. excited too. We yeah. just got our LLC drafted up and we mm-hmm. are working with some investors. <laughs> yeah, That's great. To try and get something set up so after this harvest up here in Oregon, we can start really looking at making a move back to California. Yeah. And the real idea. I feel like, you know what would be really awesome since you guys are doing this podcast? I mm-hmm. feel like you should make a little room at your winery. Maybe where um, people can see you guys do a podcast, and you oh should be gosh. doing podcasts in the winery, that would and be like so maybe cool. have like a little glass booth or something oh where you go gosh. in and you're yes. talking with people. Yeah. I think well, that would be so badass. Idea. That's what I would do. Hell yeah! Uh, and I would have like a glass little thing so people mm-hmm. could see me doing a podcast with maybe somebody else, the yeah. whoever your guest is or whatever, mm-hmm. and people because people really are interested in you know always like the at least i am like the behind the scenes and stuff and oh, yeah. i think that would be really dope yeah no one's done it so yet cool. you should be the first we should yeah we're james is actually just talking about putting in a podcast room somewhere i don't know if you were talking about like in the winery or in our future Wherever. home but could be like our winery tasting room area yeah so that it's work yeah. is work home no is home. i feel like it should be where people can see what you're doing yeah. so they're like oh cool I you know love the idea. Oh, okay mm-hmm. well if you ever you're welcome up, I'll send you i know bill. right i was just gonna say <laughs> i was just gonna say like if you ever like have some great ideas that you want to send our way please yeah, we can be the i have so many kids. great ideas <laughs> yes. all the time yeah. i believe time. you yeah. i know you do um, <laughs> to give you a better idea of what we want to do with our vineyard it's going to be one or both of us doing probably 90 percent of the work on the property yeah like uh, yeah. certain things that are really labor intensive we might have like a crew come in and help out with but we aren't going to be very big to start with so it'll probably be mostly us unless we need some heavy equipment to come in and do things yeah like uh, mm-hmm. clearing land or anything so it'll be hopefully just us maybe a few friends and family um, in the community to get everything off the ground. Yeah, get everything started. That's, yeah, That's the idea, I, I see least. a lot of success in your future. Well, thank, thank you. you. I, I do. Really I like excited. how a lot of young, I mean, I'm young too, but like I like how we young people are starting to use our voice more. And like mm-hmm. we didn't know we had a voice, I guess, or we yeah. didn't yeah. know how to use it specifically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now... I, you know, it's the sign of the times and everything's changing. And now we do have something to say. And this Mm -hmm. literally is your voice. This is like your piece of what you're giving to the world and, Mm -hmm. and you're using your voice. And that's, that's, that's great. You you have to keep it going. And I can't wait to go visit your tasting room when (gasps) it's, when it's done. Yeah. It's a couple years and we you might know? have something going. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think, it, like, to your point, it's so important for us, especially since we have this platform, to be able even to... Even if it's not huge. Yeah, even if it's not whatever huge. Whatever influence we've got. Even if there's, you know, just the 10 people listening a day, like, you know, <laughs> it's it's just important for us to take a stance and, and speak out against what's going on and, and try to be or part of that change. Of what's going on. I, I'm sorry, yeah, be, in, be against the terrible things that are happening in support of, you know, the, the change that's happening and be a part mm-hmm. of the change. Absolutely, but when you, you know, build your winery and stuff, you're going to, um, you're already setting a tone, mm-hmm. you know? You're going to yeah. set the tone. Yeah. 
And the tone to me or what I'm feeling your vibe is going to be, it's very inclusive, very open to everybody. And that's something that you should, you know, definitely always uh, utilize, like keep yeah. saying that this is open yeah. to mm -hmm. everyone, to everyone, to everyone. Yeah. So when you start on that foot, I think mm -hmm. that people will really resonate with that and go, oh, okay, that's the winery that I want to go to. That's, that's open to everyone. Yeah. Um, Love it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, our, that's our hope. Yeah, know. that's what we want. I don't want. want to just yeah. see me walking through the door. What? Yeah. I, said, I don't want to just see me walking <laughs> yeah. through the door. That would don't get boring every day. Yeah. Oh, it's another me. Yeah. It's a lot more fun when people who have a lot different experiences than you, you know, either come into your right? place or work exactly or you meet them. Like, that's you know? what's great about, yeah. yes, we're melting pot. Mm -hmm. Like. Yes. Oh, I love it. I could talk fun. wine all day with you guys. A lot more but... interesting, <laughs> a lot more exciting. Yeah. 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 We could we could literally talk all day. And yeah. we love that you're on our podcast today, Elle. Yeah, thank you thank so, you so much. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity and oh, taking yeah. the time out. I really appreciate it. Um, Honestly, yeah. anytime. So uh, you guys can follow me on at The Modern Core mm -hmm. and right. also follow my podcast. Uh, my podcast is... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, thing. wait, yeah. I want the specific. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's uh, Babes and Booze Pod. Yes, we just followed this morning. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. And everybody else that's and... listening needs to go follow also. Yes. No oh, of course. Option. It's mandatory. We got some <laughs> shit to talk about. Let me Hell tell you. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. And tell me again, when is, when is your first episode supposed to drop? You know, it, it, so it was supposed to drop. So we had already had this in the works, right? Before uh, all of the, the, before the Black Lives Movement started. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. now everything's kind of being pushed back. But I want to say it's the end of June, but we're busting out like five episodes so oh, you can yeah. binge. Perfect. And uh, we'll be dropping them every Wine Wednesday. Woohoo! Awesome. I love that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, that'll be playing in my truck while I go to work for sure. Yeah. Yes, love it. And we uh, will be everywhere. We'll be on Apple. We'll be on uh, Spotify. We'll be on um, yeah. What else is the other one? I don't. There's, there's like another Google one. Google Play, Stitcher. Yeah, Google Play, Stitcher. Yeah. Apple, yeah. Spotify. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those yeah. are the big that ones. Too. Yep. All yeah. all the major platforms. Yep. That's awesome. That's I'm great. really excited. Me too. Awesome. We're excited too. <laughs> well, I'll, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Is thank there, you so much. I think, yeah, I think that was the last question that we had. I was trying to think to make sure that we had all the questions from you. And we are definitely going to have you back on if that's okay with you yeah, because you're future. amazing. Oh, my God, yeah. Absolutely. You know what? Yeah, I would love to come on with Chell. So Chell and I, Chelsea and I, can mm -hmm. um, we can talk to you about our podcast. And hopefully yes. by then we'll be episodes in and you know mm -hmm. that's we'll be working on our show so yeah. we'll talk to you about that oh my gosh yes. <laughs> we'll keep in touch and yeah, definitely we'll once you guys touch. are full steam ahead um if you want to come back yeah. on and talk with us or mm -hmm. you know, whichever way you want it to go yeah we're we're in for sure for sure thank you thank i you. appreciate that guys thank you so much for listening to our podcast today it was a pleasure to have l on our podcast l thank you thank you thank you for blessing us with your insight <laughs> Yes, thank you. It you were amazing. absolutely wonderful to have on. Well, but yes, thank you. You were wonderful to have on. Uh, we really, really enjoyed getting to talk to you. We want to continue these kinds of conversations with people going forward. 
and uh, next week we're going to have an update episode for you guys because we've been plugging away at getting this custom crush rolling which is really exciting we've been busy guys we've been putting in the work yeah um and then after that we'll have more we have more interviews set up mm-hmm. with more people uh if you yes. haven't already <laughs> i'm gonna name drop right now hmm. isis daniels of the millennial sum on instagram y'all should go follow her right now she is an you amazing also as we have in the episode follow l you should also follow l on instagram the modern poor go mm-hmm. check out both of those lovely ladies and also if you haven't already go check out justine osilla at hey j rose on instagram mm-hmm. as well and also if you like what you're listening to over here on the ones and twos rate review subscribe i think that's the first time we've had to say that yeah no it's i think not. we've said rate Review. Review. Subscribe. Yeah. We've said it. Do all that. Go follow us on Instagram at Voyage First Vintage. Go follow us on Facebook. Or Danielle will give you, you the sassy finger like she's giving me right now. Yeah. Do it, James. <laughs> Go do it. Yes. Well, thanks again, Elle. We really appreciate you spending some time to talk to us, especially since you're a much bigger fish in this pond than we are. That's right. Um, we learned a lot. We got a much better lay of the land mm-hmm. um and l is dropping a new podcast come july 1st yes called babes and booze mm-hmm. go check it out on instagram I think she as well. mentioned that in the interview yeah yeah <laughs> go ahead and check that out on instagram i just saw that she was recording her all right her first episode this week awesome so. and in the meantime stay healthy stay well stay hydrated stay hydrated that's a good one with more than wine, guys. Yeah, yeah. Wine will it'll, not. It'll dry you out. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next week. See you next week.